views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Lime Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basili. Epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading-edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. Now here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hey everybody, I am so thrilled about today's show. Now listen, you all have heard me talk about uh, not just my journey, but the journey of thousands and thousands of people who have been out in the forefront, whether you've participated in a national Let's Ride Our Bicycles to Bite Back event or simply passing the word on about Lyme disease. Here's what we know today. There are treatments for chronic Lyme that work. Now, are, is your doctor going to tell you them? Well, it could be if your doctor's Dr. Diane Mueller, maybe you will find out. Um, but there are other people now that are coming to the forefront that are saying, wait a minute, how did we, how did we get in the way of saving lives? What is it that we need to bring to the forefront about what we know and what we do? And by the way, why would natural treatments for chronic Lyme disease work? Why would they work? Well, you're going to hear about that. You're going to hear about how these treatments um, may be natural, but they're also tried and true. Go back to civilizations that have used them. Find out what it is when you watch a movie and you see somebody be administered an herb or maybe it's some fantasy movie you're watching. Why is it that the patient gets worse before they get better? There's a very good reason. Today, that and much more. Uh, Dr. Mueller is joining me here today. Naturopathic doctor, doctor of acupuncture, oriental medicine, and speaks nationally. Been featured on podcasts, television shows, now right here on Lime Talk and Transformation Talk Radio, also the author of Stress Resilience, and we're going to talk about why that's important, but passionate about medicine. Why? Because there's something all of us that are out here talking about it have in common. We know what it's like to struggle with chronic, you fill in the blank. Dr. Mueller, thank you for joining me here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. I was just talking about this, you know, earlier today on a show about what it is about things that show up in our lives, real, real super challenges that either lay us out flat for the count or get us up to fight another day. And that's the question that, you know, I want to start out with. You know, what was it about you, your journey, uh, that, you, you know, had you now step to the forefront and say, I got something to say and I got something to do? 
Yeah, it's a it's a great challenge, and I or it's a great question, and I think there's so many places we can go here. It's I'd say in some ways it's looking at struggle that so many of us come across in life with conditions such as Lyme and chronic infections, as well as anything we struggle with, and really looking at what we do with that struggle. So I, I'd like to, I guess, bring in, I think, in answer to your question, a, a study that was done on the perception of stress. And this study, what it did was it took two groups of people and it subjected them both to the same stressors. And one of these groups actually perceived stress as good or neutral. And the other group perceived stress as, as bad, as a problem. And the group that actually perceived the stress or the challenge in their life as good or neutral did not have a negative adrenal stress response. It was only the group that perceived that stress as bad that really had a negative response. So in no way am I saying that anything that we go through in life is easy. And certainly we can have our challenges and all that is normal. Um, my, for me, the journey was I suffered from many, many health issues for a long, long time. And nobody, of course, like the classic Lyme story knew what was wrong with me. And at the height of it, I remember being in a park just a few blocks from my home and completely not knowing where I was, having literally no idea how to get home as a 20-something-year-old woman wow. um, lost like I was a three-year-old child out on the streets. And very, very, very scary, of course. And so I, you know, I got into this work in part because of my, like so many of us, because of my own passion and my own struggle and wanting to help others just like me that had gone through this. And I think a lot of how we can work with um, the concepts about how you know, in answer to your question, how things show up in our life and, you know, how we decide that we are going to say, lay down or fight another day. I think a big portion of it is seeing how we can per start to perceive at least in some small way, that silver lining, because when we do, then that energy fuels us to say heal and to learn more and to keep trying and it really, you know, from a research perspective, really changes the ability of those stress hormones to affect us because they're not going to be elevated and dysregulated in the same way when we are perceiving the challenge in life as negative. Yeah. I, I mean, one of the things that I, I think becomes so important in the dialogue of things is there's an expression that my mom used to use, you know, honey, uh, you know, if it don't kill you, it'll make you stronger. And that's what we're talking about here. That's what we're Absolutely. talking about here, because we're talking about just the word chronic, right? Is enough to make the hair on your head stand up. Because what that means is, that means that you're not just having like a little cold or you're not just having a little pain, or you're not just having a little infection. There's something else going on. And I don't think we give that word enough attention. What do you think? I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I don't think we really under underutilize the importance of that word. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, when you decided to take your your strength, your journey, your story to the world, um, you know, many people ask the question, okay, well, what did you do now? How did you do it? You know, because you're also an author. You also talking about living love and mindfulness medicine. And I love the idea of mindfulness medicine, because first of all, that means that somehow along the way, some thought, some success, some figuring out went into it, and especially some customization, right? Um, I don't think that the people that were known as shamans or healers thousands of years ago would have been very successful if they didn't figure things out. Do you? We probably, as a species, wouldn't even exist. I completely agree. I think one of the things that happens in medicine sometimes is the oversimplification of things. And Mm -hmm. we really forget sometimes, I think we get so excited about finding that great piece of information on lab tests, which is so, so, so valuable. But we can so easily forget that the mechanism of action and that thought process you talk about behind the disease is really having all of these widespread changes throughout our entire system, mind, body, soul, spirit. And it really is working with all of those different areas that helps us to restore health. Yeah. You know, let's talk about the natural. let's, Let's just have a little journey, if we could, with the word natural treatments. Because I have to tell you, there is a stigma that I experienced with the word natural versus conventional. And I I absolutely wish we had another way to talk about it, like maybe just healing, right? But there is a difference, and yet people don't know. Can you take us? Can you take us down down that road, if you don't mind? Sure, sure. Well, you know, one thing to make people aware of is that a lot of the conventional treatments and pharmaceutical uh, agents, they're really it's a natural in roots. There is what we do in pharmaceutical medicine so many times is we extract, we isolate one particular, say, molecule, one particular constituent from a natural substance, and then we synthesize that in the lab and we blow that particular substance into a large, large proportion and we turn it into a drug. So an an interesting conversation is thinking about some of the studies that have been done on malaria. And with malaria, there is a constituent in the herb artemisia, and the constituent is one tiny, tiny particle of that herb, and it's called uh, artemisin or artemisinin. And so that artemisinin, basically, when we give it for malaria, we find that malaria becomes resistant pretty easily. Now, when we give people with malaria the whole herb versus extracting that one part out like we do with pharmaceutical medicine, then the, we find that, that that particular bacteria is no longer, intra, uh, no longer um, uh, becomes resistant. Exactly. To, yeah. So, exactly. so that's where natural medicine, I think, shines is by looking and saying, oh, it's not just one it's not just ascorbic acid in vitamin C. It's not mm-hmm. just arsenic in artemisia, but it's really using all of the parts of the particular plant that synergize together. 
Yeah. I mean, one of the things I want to talk about when we come back from break is there's a term that I was introduced to, um, oh gosh, uh, many years ago uh, when I was told that, you know, perhaps what I should be doing is uh, using uh, maca, maca root from Peru and the term and, and, and the maca extract. And of course, you know, I'm a girl from the Bronx, New York. You start to talk to me about Peru and, uh, and roots from people that live way far above, you know, sea level. I'm thinking, really? The term is this. It's called an adaptogen. And I think what you're referring to is when we pull one little thing out of a system, then we're pulling out this adaptogen nature in it because the things that are together playing really well together, supporting each other, those components of it, when you pull one thing out, they don't. My friend described it like this. They said, imagine a basketball team playing another basketball team. And all you did was pull out LeBron James and have LeBron play against another basketball team. What do you think would happen? And that was such a visual for me. Now, look, it doesn't matter what you think about LeBron James or not. The point is, it could be, you know, it could be magic. It doesn't matter who it is. The point is, there's a sense of the way things work together, a synergy. When we come back, we're going to talk about that synergy. We're going to talk about what, what medicine, natural medicine does. And why, when these synergies work really, really well, do people feel not as well? There's a really good reason. Really good reason. We'll be right back. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Do you feel that there's a bigger, better life for you? Is there anything holding you back from living the life you were meant to live? If you'd like to find your life's true purpose and calling, join the world's foremost authority on primal spirituality. David Carr share in Becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carr share on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. 
Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there. Dr. Pat Basile will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seatbelts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 9 Hey everybody, welcome back. It's so great to be tuning in, turning you, having you turn us on. I mean, this is so appreciative of all of you. If you want to find out more about this show, you can go to Lime Talk Radio. Um, if you want to find out more about the Dr. Pat Show, the Dr. Pat Show, or how about all of the other hosts on Transformation Talk Radio, just go ahead to Transformation Talk Radio. You know, I love doing this show because I get to honor people like my guest, Dr. Diane Mueller, who's joining me here today. And why do we want to honor folks like she? It's because overcome an obstacle. Don't stay quiet about it. Become an advocate. Become an activist. Become a wisdom sharer. Become a teacher. And then become somebody that is unafraid to take the action needed. That's what she does. Besides being an author and a fabulous doctor, you know, this is where we have to learn and grow uh, so that we can truly stand up for those things in life to shine a light. Um, You know, Diane, thank you for joining me here today. Uh, You know, so much of what I I love to talk about is to honor you, your work, and to get the word out. Um, Before the break, I mentioned an adaptogen, but before we get to that, there's so much we have to learn as people that might be ill. And the the one thing that I've heard from people is I'm not going to do that natural stuff anymore because honestly, I started to feel worse and I just want to grab them and shake them and say, that's great news. (laughs) But let's talk about what's going on. Why, Why do folks feel worse? Yeah, it's a really, really great question. And the the common term for this, as I know you know, is, is the Herxheimer type of reaction, which essentially is a fancy word for saying that 
we have more toxins going into the body than our body through all of our different detoxification mechanisms can safely and quickly remove. So, and that's, you know, the challenge with that is that definitely can occur, say, with Lyme disease and with chronic infections. When these things actually die, they do release their toxins that the liver and the skin and the kidneys, all these organs of detoxification uh, have to deal with and have to eliminate. So it's kind of a, a good thing and a not good thing, in my opinion, when we see these detoxification re reactions happen. It's a really, really great thing in that it is saying that the body is waking up. It's saying that we are killing things, that we are using substances that are actually working, which is amazing. And at the same time, I always tell people that if we push that too, too far, then we have to be careful because what can happen is anytime where are these toxins are really building up in our body, it they're inflaming us, you know, these, they, they are inflammatory. So sometimes, you know, when we're having these Herxheimer type of reactions, what I say is like, great, this is awesome. We are on the right track. We have found medicine that's going to work. And let's maybe dial it back a little bit. Let's maybe work with some of these pathways, get them open, maybe cut down the dosages a little bit to make it more manageable so that we don't have, we're not say, throwing the body into a large amount of inflammation when this is happening. Yeah. And, you know, here's what I want to say about this is that um, I wish I could say that sitting in a sauna for some people and sweating was something that most people like to do. I happen to love it. I have a portable sauna with an ozone machine, and I don't know. I'm a little bit different. I can't wait to get in there and sweat. And so what does that mean about me? It means that there are some things that I can't wait to get out of my system. Maybe it's intuitive. I don't know. But here's the thing I love about this. We're talking about natural things. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of visiting... Um, an, a Chinese herbalist, let me just say, right? Because you've studied this. Yeah. Uh, and I entered a world that was so foreign to me, right? Forget about talking about homeopathy today. Let, let's just even talk about going into somebody that pulls out a number of different herbs in bags, names you can't pronounce, tells you to go home and make a big batch of tea. And for some reason, you go home and you do that and things start to change. I want to ask you, what do you think is the greatest opportunity we have today in the world we live in to embrace natural medicine? What do you think that is? It's a great question. So the greatest opportunity, I think, is really in allowing the body's healing nature to come out. And, you know, I think what a lot of times we don't realize is a lot of these symptoms that we have are actually the body type trying to protect us. Like there's now, for example, theories that some of the plaques in Alzheimer's are actually being formed because the neurons are being attacked by different toxins or different infections and the plaques are not uh, the, the brain shutting down. It's actually the brain 
trying to protect itself from something worse. So we have all of these mechanisms happening in our body and the body really, really does want to heal. So I think the first step and the greatest opportunity is really in, in believing and, and holding on to that idea that the body does want to heal. And it's about learning about what we need to do through proper diet, through proper lifestyle, through making sure that we're getting the right combination of food and exercise um, for our individual needs. And then really in adding you know, supplements as we need and sometimes greater quantities than other to really supplement, do exactly that with all the other lifestyle things that we're choosing. Well, you know, let's just talk now a little bit about what you've discovered along the way, because there are many things we now know about natural, natural medicine. I mentioned homeopathy. I also mentioned adaptogen. Can you give folks an idea about what some of these treatments are that have found to be successful for the treatment of chronic Lyme? Absolutely. So I'm going to start with kind of adding on to that Herxheimer talk, because one of the very first things I feel like we need to do with working with chronic infections and treating them is actually in getting those detox pathways open, because mm -hmm. as we start to kill things, those toxins are going to be released. And an area where I see that um, people are not as aware of right now uh, that I learned from the amazing Chris Shade, who is the uh, founder of Quicksilver Labs, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant man, is working with the NRF2 gene and the MRP2 protein. So the NRF2 gene is basically a gene that is attached to a protein in the cytoplasm of the cell. And in health, when we have toxins, we have oxidative stress, it moves into the nucleus of the cell and activates the something known as the antioxidant response element. And when that antioxidant response element is activated, what happens is we have this cascade of detoxification reactions and antioxidant reactions. So really, really helpful for lowering oxidative stress, for lowering that inflammation, for getting toxins out. And Lyme, chronic infections, mold, these types of things will literally prevent that whole pathway from happening. So one of the first things is getting that NRF2 pathway open so we can safely move things out of the body. And one, of, one great product for that is a liposomal form of diendomethionine, of DIM from uh, broccoli and cruciferous veggies. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to say, too, is that we do have to clear the pathways out. But, you know, here you are. You have been studying medicine. You have been working with people. We, I don't think, have a clue about the degree of toxins we expose ourselves to every day. And the question really is, to talk about when we come back, is whether it's Bartonella or Babesia or a microplasm or whatever we want to talk about, what is it that can literally zap those away, keep us healthy, and maybe is the question really that? Or can our bodies allow for a good degree of those uh, little creatures 
to hang out together in our bodies. We got a lot to talk about. This is so good. You know, this reminds me of a little game that we used to play, right? It's like the little Pac-Man game. Who's eating who? Stay Uh tuned, everybody. I bet you didn't know you were going to come on this show, right? Let's take a short break. Let's take a short break. When we come back, you know, what's the number one thing we should all be aware of? Do we kill the bugs or do we build up our bodies or maybe do both? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there. Dr. Pat Basile will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seat belts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening.
Well, we're back. I am so loving this show, loving the conversation. Uh, before we go ahead, uh, Dr. Mueller, before we go ahead, I, I want to make sure people know how to get a copy of your books, uh, copies of your books, and also how they find out more about you. Tell people where you're located, all of the above. Sure. Great. Thank you. So several different options to get a hold of us. We are in the Centennial, Colorado area, which is just south of Denver. We do have clients from all around the world via Skype and um, phone calls and that sort of thing. You can actually, right now we are offering a shipping and handling only special for our book where we're basically just trying to get the word out there. The book is called Stress Resilience. It's really some mm. mind and body tools of how to really start working with stress and changing that perception around stress so that we're not really eliminating it because it's life and we can't, but we're learning how to better work with that. So for we're giving that away for just the cost of shipping and handling right now. So you can get that at livinglovecommunity.com slash book. And if you also go to the main website, just at livinglovecommunity.com, you can uh, sign up and get a free quick tip guide on how to treat Lyme and mold and, and chronic infection. So um, go to livinglovecommunity.com slash book for that stress resilience book. Just go to the main website for that free clinical quick tip guide. And if you're a practitioner and are interested in any sort of training programs, my business partner and I, Dr. Miles Nichols, he and I have a practitioner training program in functional medicine and mindfulness, and you can find out more information about that at mindfulness-medicine.com. Yeah. Wow. I, you know, I love you. I could talk to you for like a million years here because I know that we get this one hour and I, I often think to myself after the show's over, I'm thinking, why didn't I ask Dr. Diane this? Um, I've got to say something to you that it struck me. Of course, you're an amazing doctor, but you're also somebody that believes in mindfulness and in love. And I got to ask you this question. You know, when we're going through this stuff, let's just call it stuff. It's called chronic Lyme. It's called whatever it is, leaky gut, back to whatever it is. It's hard to go to a place of love. But if we can practice that that stress, uh, that what you're talking, listen, my friend, Dr. Dan Cohen has developed a machine, a, 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 a lounge. It's a chair. It's a vibrational chair and the vibration of the chair and the meditative state of the chair. What it does is it puts you into a meditative step, uh, state with subliminal messages. My goal is to make sure every one of these are in uh, doctor's offices that are treating chronic Lyme patients. Why? Because you and I both know that it is really hard to heal the body that is in a mental chaos of stress and anxiety, isn't it? It's so true. I think it's absolutely essential that we work with the mind. 
what happens if we do work with the mind? I want to flip this to what is possible because we know what Lyme disease is. I think we got to talk more about Lyme disease and the cure. And I am not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to say the cure because I might be one of these people that believes the body is smart enough to do this. Absolutely. I, I definitely believe that. And you know, I think in really working with mindfulness, it's really looking back and saying, well, you know, what are we even meaning when we're talking about love? And I think <laughs> people can get confused because we think about the love we have for our dog or our child, uh, our romantic partner, and, and all of those are beautiful forms of love. But what we really mean with love is remembering that there's a state within us, there's a place within us that's almost birthed new, that has not been hurt, has not gone through pain, that really is just pure in form. And that if we can approach life and approach our friends and loved ones and the challenges from that place, rather from the places that we all have that are, you know, that are wounded, that have gone through trauma that get triggered, if we're able to approach it from love, then, you know, the, the sky's the limit. The healing power from that is so amazing. And it can change our relationship that we have to stress and trauma. And it also begins to change the way that we relate to others, you know, all over our lives. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. Many people have said, wait a minute. Uh, I meditate. You want me to meditate? I, I can't meditate because all I keep feeling is how much pain I'm in, how my life is coming apart. So there are things that we can help people do. We can help people in ways to break down stress. And I don't think that the approach to de-stressing ourselves is an all or nothing. Isn't it systematic? Very much so. And that's, I mean, that's exactly what I mean by the just word mm -hmm. like earlier. It's like, it's really important that we don't isolate and say, oh, this is the one way where we break through stress or if we do just this one thing, then everything's going to change because it's, we're so much more of a dynamic system than that. And, you know, to those, uh, it's interesting you say that you've, you know, experienced talking to those who meditate and say, oh, they can feel their pain so much. Yeah. Because on the other side of that, there's also people that meditate and feel like, oh, it's the one time they don't feel pain. Right. So, right. Anything is possible. And I think it's about helping people work through and finding what is unique to each individual person, what is unique to their needs. And a lot of people say, well, I can't meditate because every time I do, I feel the pain or my mind waters or this and that. And that's you know, I get it. I've been meditating for 20 years and my mind still wanders. Yeah. That's why we call it a practice, you know. It's that, like, so the, the that's point why I had to get the chair. That's why that? I had to get Dr. Dan Soltek Lounge. Absolutely. I mean, you, you know what I mean? For me, I get in the chair and it's like magic for me. And I can understand why now they're using it for cancer patients and chemo. And, yeah. and But let's talk about the history of this technology, right? You know, he's a neuro. Okay, I'm going to get this wrong. He's a neuroscience doctor. He's a neurologist. Thank you. Oh, boy. And what do we now know about natural remedies? You know and I know we're looking at ways through technology and other things like ozone, 
let's just say one thing, the technology about ozone for how it is, you know, put through a machine and our blood transfuse and, and changes, but also other things, right? Like how about frequency and rife technology that the Germans have been using like since forever. And yet at the same time, we can go to a movie and watch the same technology on the big screen, right? Being used to kill villains. And yet we believe that. And we don't, we don't believe that this technology has a usefulness in healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there was a really, really cool study that came out of Japan many years ago that was measuring the skin impedance, that electromagnetic frequency that would come out was coming out of the skin and realizing that there were certain places around the body where that electromagnetic frequency were was stronger and actually corresponds with acupuncture points, for example. So we're finally beginning to be at the very beginning points where some of these you know, things that you're talking about, like Rife and these frequency type of machines, we're actually starting to find ways to prove them in, in science. And, and that's great. And it helps with that belief. And it's so, 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 so valuable. And there's also just the, the clinical experience of people try these things and, and they feel better, which speaks so loudly. So I want to ask you this question. You have had your own experience. You have gone down the path. What are you most excited about today? I think we're going to go ahead and skip the break, uh, Justin, if you don't mind. I want to know from you, you're on the forefront. You're seeing people change. I've been to your website, and let's make sure we give out your website again here in a second. And I went to your website, and, you know, I, I had an aha moment. And I said, oh, wait a minute. Why do I think what am I thinking with this salt that I'm putting in my body and is it really does it have iodine in it or am I getting any salt that has so my brain I'm reading your article right mm -hmm. and, and you're about thyroid and I'm, I'm starting to go through here and I'm thinking well wait a minute I don't think my salt has iodine in it and I'm and, and so can you see what's happening with my little process here yeah. And I'm like, all right, okay, I, right, iodized salt. No, but I do sea salt. I'm good, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, it's a really good point. There's just, there's so much, so much information out there and so many, uh, yeah, so many I, pieces to put the whole picture together. Right. But what are you most excited about now? I mean, I know you're plugged in 24-7. And when I say most excited about, here, let me clarify, not just in the industry and the science and the articles, but what you're seeing in your patients, your patients. What I'm really most excited about is where I see humanity, my clients, people I run into where I see everybody is with their own evolution. I feel like people are really beginning to wake up, to be empowered, to really see that they have the ability and the power to make choices that are going to dramatically change and improve their health and to help their purpose grow in the world. And you know, with the, I think with the age of technology and the way that information is spread and, 
you know, I think there's other theories behind it too, but, but we're really beginning to wake up as a society and say, wait, wait, I can do something. I have power. I'm not a victim. I can take the opportunity to really, really grow, really do something for myself, really become a healthy, happier human being with a greater ability to fill my purpose. And I see that in my clients. I see that in conversations I have with people at the grocery store. I'm just seeing it more and more all over the place. So that's probably what I'm most excited about. You know, um, can I ask you, um, uh, I'm, I'm so excited to be talking to you. I have so many different questions. But before we do, do me a favor and tell everybody how they can find out more about you. Tell them also how they can work with you. Because, you know, we have listeners all over the world. We definitely have listeners in Colorado. So can you tell people how they can find out more? And do you um, have people that are able to call you with questions? How does that work? Sure. Great question. So definitely for if you just want to get online, you can certainly get go to that website I gave out earlier, that livinglovecommunity.com. Our office phone number is uh, 720-722-1143. So you're certain, certainly welcome to call the office. Um, we do work with people all, you know, all over the world. Like I said, really calling the office is the best way to set it up. For those people that are local, we do twice a month offer dinner talks that are totally free. We buy you dinner. You just come out and hang out with us. We educate you. You get to know us. And that's a great way if you're local of really spending some time with us, getting to, you know, to talk to us a little bit to make sure it feels like a good fit for you. So to find out about the next one of those, you can go to livinglovecommunity.com slash seminar. Or again, just give us a call at the office at that 720-722-1143 number. And we will make sure to get you whatever information you need. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, when we started doing this show over 12 years ago, and I don't know if you, you're probably not that old, but if you can just go back 12 years for me, just a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh huh. The conversation about chronic Lyme or Lyme disease was probably being had in communities like Lyme, Connecticut, right? Correct. Yep. And even then, it was a conversation about Lyme disease. Give me a few weeks of antibiotics and let's call it good. And then people started to die. That, we started this show for the reason of, for one reason and one reason only back then with Dr. Darvish, because we found ourselves in the world in a state, the state of Washington. Pacific Northwest, that not only didn't acknowledge that this tick existed, but this tick never comes to Washington State. And Dr. Darvish was one of the few people that kept getting more and more and more and more Lyme people. Fast forward to where we are today, we've made great progress, lots of organizations, yet the majority of the people that need to know about this don't know. The greatest challenge we have right now are the people that suspect themselves to have chronic Lyme are too afraid to get a real test. They don't want to know. They'll get the regular test. It'll show up negative. That'll be the end, and they're still not well. 
how do we reach these people? That is a very, very great I question. I know. I saved all the hard questions for you. <laughs> I, I appreciate the challenge. <laughs> Well, you know, I think I think shows like what you're doing here, Dr. Pat. I mean, I think I think this is this is it. You know, this is what we do. We do the work. We we have the technology these days to really make a big impact. And, you know, realizing that one person speaking up and having a voice from like a butterfly effect standpoint, it has an exponential effect. So it's, Mm. you know, one person that tells one other person can spread and affect hundreds or thousands of of people. So, you know, I think for everybody that does have a voice and that does have a story, you know, being even if even if people are too scared to make a say a big imprint and and do what you're doing here, even just by by talking to friends or family or other people about it can still have that butterfly effect and really help the masses. I want to ask you this question. We're not the only country talking about this. So I want to just go global on you for a minute. Sure. We are also the um, originators of a website called Lime Global. And the reason we are is because we realize all over the world, um, and, and including China, um, that this disease exists. It's not, it, you know, there's no mistake here uh, about it. And in your opinion, I know we've come a long way here, Dr. Diane, I know we have, but one of the things that, that we struggle with here is how difficult it is for all of these organizations to come up under one roof so that we can make a difference. What has been, in your opinion, the most successful things we've seen in coming together to get the word out? Well, I mean, I think I think there's a few different things that are happening right now that are really great. One, the testing, you know, there is there is money going into continually, not enough in my opinion, but there is money going continually into research and development for testing. So I think that is a huge, huge thing um, that's really helping the the progress of, of diagnosis and treatment really evolve. Um, I do think that the the awareness around things like natural treatments for a lot of people can do better than conventional treatments that they you know there's we're beginning to i guess what i'm saying here is expand our view and our horizon of our awareness of there's all sorts of different options from natural to conventional to frequencies to iv therapies that do a world of good for people and you know, and people are learning about these. People are going to other countries, for example. You're mentioning global. People are traveling around the world to try different therapies that are maybe not offered in the state. So we're beginning to really raise that awareness of, you know, there are other countries, other civilizations that are doing different things, just like we are here in the States, that are different. And we're, we're sharing this information around the globe. Yeah. You know, I I sit here today and I think about how much progress is made and how many lives are really being saved because they really are. And you're doing it in the work that you do. 
um, everything from the discoveries now we're looking at in nanotechnology. I mean, I love the idea of having these little nanobots uh, that, what are they, less than the size of a pinhead? that can go through our bloodstream and we can program them at a certain frequency and they can be programmed to like zap out that frequency. I mean, that that idea is so like sci-fi, right? But it's the reality we're living in now. It's the reality we're living in. Um, Do you find that we as a country, uh, do we have an opportunity to do something to accelerate the sphere of natural healing. And the reason I say that is I was just reading another article. What was the country? I don't know. And again, it was it was on ozone, but it didn't have anything to do with Lyme. It had to do with ozone therapy in conjunction with another protocol to basically eradicate cancer. Yeah. It's basically like, okay, gone, right? Yeah. And they have finished their trial on mice, right? Um, and please don't don't call me from the Humane Society. This is another country. I don't know who's doing it. But they had finished the study. And when the mice live, that is an unusual thing. I'm just right. saying. That's right. like yay for the mouse. What the heck is it going to take for us? Are we making progress? Or the next question is, is it going to be a state by state thing? Like I live in Washington state. I love that I live in the home of Bastyr University. I love that Dr. Darvish can have a thriving practice and nobody is standing on our doorstep saying, shut yourself down. I love that. I love that here. I don't think we're, we're not normal. Right. No, you're very, it's a very lucky state to be in for that reason. The, <laughs> the scope of care as a naturopathic doctor there is, is truly amazing. And I think, you know, it, it's a difficult question to ask. I definitely think what we're seeing in more natural healing across the country is that it does seem to be a state by state type of um, scenario, which is really challenging both for both for patient and for doctor because different states uh, allow us to do different things and people can be in one state and see a naturopath in one area who can you know do certain procedures that in another area that they can't and you know in some ways I think it would be a beautiful thing if you know if we as naturopaths could really get together the way the acupuncture community has and 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 almost have like a unified governing body that is really going through and and saying okay what are what are the rules what can we do what is on our scope what is safe with our um our training and what sort of um you know meds what sort of prescriptions what sort of iv therapy should we um you know be using and not using so i think as you know and answer your question as having an opportunity to really accelerate natural healing I really think it's a couple of things. I really think it's coming together as a community of natural healers and really building up an organization that can oversee things and help move the medicine through mm-hmm. the legislature. And I also think it comes down in a lot of ways to more funds going into research and development because, you know, that's where the more studies I feel that we have 
that are really showing the value of natural medicine. And there are a lot. It's just nothing in comparison to the pharmaceutical world. And the more studies we have to back what we know and what we see in clinical practice, the more we're going to get the heads turned of the legislature of the, you know, the powers in charge to make certain decisions to really start accelerating that change. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, I was quite relieved uh, during this debate in Washington about health care when one of the senators from New York who was asked about it talked about Lyme disease openly, Lyme disease. Clearly, 90% of the people that were watching did not understand the magnitude of what New York State is experiencing right now. But with more work like you're doing, more work about taking a powerful, knowledgeable message out there in the way that you are, this will continue to grow. And I want to thank you for all that you're doing. And it has been an honor to talk with you today. And I hope you'll come back. Thanks. It's been an honor for me. And I would absolutely love to come back. One last quick question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? My personal message is, is really connecting to that inner space in, inside of you and to live, to love, to be happy, and to find and follow your, your purpose and your reason for being here on the earth. Oh, my gosh. What a great way to end the show. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And I want to say to all of you out there, we are here dedicated and a commitment to you, committed to your well-being. Anything that you want to know from me, send me an email, info, I-N-F-O, at the com. Go ahead. What topic do you want us to take on next? You know what? We are all in. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Lime Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basili. Epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading-edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. For more information, visit LimeTalkRadio.com and tune in next time.